Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kuf Yotes. We are a few lines in. Rav Chanina, so the Gemara is continuing that Gadata of how we prepare for Shabbos, how we greet the Shabbos. Rav Chanina Ma'atev, seemingly he would put on his cloak, his talus, his bekashev, and he would go out to greet uh, to greet Shabbos for Omar, he would say, Let's go out to greet the Shabbos queen, as we know all the songs. In many Sidurim, they write, they bring this down, that we sh- a person should say this Pasuk, it's not really a Pasuk, but it's something along these lines from the Zoyar that fits with Rabbi Hanina. So Rabbi Yane, lovish money, Mali Shabbos, he would wear his clothing uh, Friday afternoon. Vaimar, he would say, words that are familiar from our Kabbalah Shabbos. So this was the original Kabbalah Shabbos. Many years later, you'll, you will see a different time that the Kabbalists, they added many other parts to Kabbalah Shabbos, Psukim of Tehillim, Lechadoidi, or Shlame Alkovitz. So we'll get to that at a different time. Nachman. He was once invited to the house of Rabbi Rav Nachman. They brought in front of him three Sa'im of these matzahs or lafas that were, had smeared oil on top. Seemingly, they prepared this for him. He says, Did you guys know I was coming? You made me uh, this fresh No. Are you more important than Shabbos? It was the cover Shabbos. You happened to come, but it was made for Shabbos. So that's why we had this. Rabbi Abba, Zovan Metlaser, Astrid Bishiti. Bisra Metlaser Tabacha. He would purchase enough meat for uh, for Shabbos. So he would use 13 of these Salaim uh, Medina, that's what they were called, which, and he would purchase from 13 different butchers in order to have the best uh, prime meat on Shabbos. And he would pay, or he would uh, take these uh, these cuts and literally bring it to his door. He would run back to get more meat. He wasn't even able to go inside. He would give it to his chefs and they would just quickly start preparing it. Omar Lui would tell his servants, Asher Haya, Asher Haya, quickly get this, get this thing ready because there's more to come. So he had like an open house, uh, tremendous feasts that were going on for their Shabbos Suda. He was once sitting on a chair made out of ivory. Umayshif Nura, he was fanning the flame. He was uh, getting, uh, getting it ready for Shabbos. He was barbecuing for Shabbos. And many people, they'll barbecue on Friday, but typically that takes away from the Shabbos. If you're having a whole uh, barbecue chill, Friday afternoon, we had a 12-minute halacha share on this, that perhaps one should not be doing that. If you're grilling for Shabbos, beautiful, that's what the Gemara is. But a person's eating before Shabbos, fa- uh, high, you know, fancy steaks or uh, expensive meats, or just stop, not helping prepare for Shabbos, so that is definitely not, uh, not what the Chachamim had in mind when they discuss grilling your, your steak on Friday. Rabbi Nalavish Gunda, he would wear a uh, black or a dark shirt, uh, beged, on Friday, because Friday was a, a day of work. He was working really hard. And I guess at night, he would wear his white clothing, the covered shabbos. The, the clothing that you wore in the kitchen, that's not the same clothing you're going to wear to serve your master. So Shabbos, you would switch out of your Friday begotten. Rav Safra would scorch the head 
of the animal to get it ready for Shabbos. Rabba Malach Shabbat, he would salt the fish, he would make the herring. Rafuna Madlik Shrugger, Rafuna would light the candles for Shabbos. Interesting, some have the minog, this is brought down in the Achorinim, that the men also get involved with the lighting of the candles. There's an arizal on this. Papa got the patilta, he would prepare the wicks. Rafchista, parim, silky, cut up the vegetables. Rabba Rav Yosef, Mitzach, Hetzibi, they would cut up wood for Shabbos. Rabzera, Mitzate, Tzatute, he would light the, the, the fire. So getting ready for Shabbos. Halach is, even if a person has servants, the Shulchan Aruch says that you should try to do something, and the Shulchan Aruch literally quotes our Gemara, quoting Amiram, that all these people would do something for Shabbos. So if a person, even if you have everything taken care of, your wife is able to take care of everything, you should still do something for Shabbos, whether it's setting the Shabbos clocks, making sure the lights are on in the rooms, alarms, whatever you need to, to be done, do something. The cup of Shabbos that is born in Shulchan Aruch, the Chayadam, and all the places. He would be carrying uh, these things on his, on, his, uh, on his shoulders, and he'd be going in and out of the house, out of the house, busy, to and fro all day. Omar, he said like this, if Rabbi Ravasi would have been my guest, I would for sure be rearranging the house, making it look nice. So for sure, the covered Shabbos, one should be doing this. The Mr. Brewer says the same thing when he talks about getting up early Friday morning to prepare for Shabbos. So he says, if you knew that the melech is, is coming for Shabbos, you have a certain cleanliness in the house. You set your table nicely, make sure it's clean. That's the minute and Yisrael. We, we uh, clean our houses for Shabbos. We get ready for Shabbos. So this is from this Gemara. They were the ones that were busy going back and forth, bringing things in, bringing things out. Ami, they said, would have come here. We'd also be schlepping, preparing for Shabbos. Next Gemara, very... Uh, very uh, famous Gemara, Yosef Moikir Shabe. There was a, a person named Yosef who would be Mechabe Shabbos. There was a certain uh, Gentile in his neighborhood, who was very wealthy. The astrologers told this fellow that all your Nechassim will end up being eaten up, consumed by Yosef Moikir Shabe. So he sold all his possessions. Interesting why this was this would be helpful, but either way he did this. And Zavabuhu Marganisa, he purchased a Marganisa, a gem. Oisa Bisyani, he put it in his hat. And Bahad Mabra, when he was going over the bridge, Afrachezika, a strong wind came, Shadib Maya threw his head into the water, Bale Kavra, a fish came and swallowed the gem. Asku Isa Panadimali Shapsa. And then a short time later, the fishermen caught this fish and they brought it to the shuk. Friday, you know, Friday afternoon. Who's going to purchase this fish? Amri, man, zavin kihashta. Who's going to buy this grosser fish? Amri, lehu. They said zilu. I'm too legavi yosi meikr shabi. The rebel the zavin go yosi meikr shabi. He's the one that's going to purchase this fish. I'm too yinihali. They waited for him. Zavin, he talked about it. Kare, he he was slicing it. He was filleting his fish Friday afternoon. Ashich be marganisa. He found this. Gem, this jewel, Zabni Betlisa Ilosa de Dinri did a He's able to sell it for a very large sum. So Pogabi Husaba, so Husaba, which either means Aliyah Navi or a certain Adam Golo, Adam Zakin came to him and Omar, he said to Yosef, Michael Shabbos, Mandi Yosef Shabsa, person who who spends money on Shabbos, you lend money for Shabbos. As the Gemara says, Lavu alive, Ani Perea, Pari Shabsa, Shabbos will pay you back. Next. Bolmini Rebbe mi Rabbi Shmo Brabyosi. Rebbe asked the following from Rabbi Shmo Brabyosi. Ashirim Shabbat Tisov, Mahain Zaychin, the wealthy ones in Eretisov, with what schos do they become wealthy? Amarle, Bishvil Shema Asrin. Because they give Meiser. 
they give their proper, they give their proper tithes from their property. Shnamer the pasuk says, "Aser to aser, aser b'shvil shetis asher." That you will get rich. What about Sheba Bavel? The wealthy people in Bavel, the Mahim Zaychin, Amalu b'shvushim echad in esatayra. The mechaber the tayra. V'sheba Sharot says Mahim Zaychin. What about everywhere else? Amalu b'shvushim echad in esashabas. Another schos for keeping Shabbos is one will be wealthy. Dam Rabbi Chibar Abba Pamachas and Sarach eats a balabayis b'lutkiyah. Lutkiyah, which is not in Bavel, it's on Eretz Yisrael. They build in front of Shulchan Shazal. They brought in front of him a table of gold, masoi, which is very heavy. Shisha also b'nei Adam. You need 16 people to carry it. Vishesh Esri Shal Shaloish, the Kesak voice, but he had 16 chains of silver that were attached to it. Yeah, these things that were nailed in. He had all these cups and a beautiful setting. All types of food and all types of fruits. Ubasamim and spices. When they put the Shulchan down on the, on the, on the floor, they say, Everything is God. Oh, so when they remove the table after the meal, they say, that this is all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he gave it to us, that's like your benching. So Amarti Loi, so Abhibar Abba, told this Balabas, how did you merit this? Amarli Katsav he used to be a butcher. So I had an animal, and then I saw a nicer animal. I would eat this animal and save the nicer one for Shabbos. And therefore you remember Shabbos every single day. Your yotzi, your mitzvah of zachar is yom hashabbos to kachshay. So Amartila, I told him, Ashrecha shezachis ubarach makom shezikah chalakach taka. This is why you got your reward for being mechabi the shabbos, remembering shabbos every single day. This happens to be a machleka seemingly in the Gemara and Beitzah talks about beishamai and beisilo or shamai and hillo. If they would uh, hillo, it sounds like when he would. Uh, would say, I'll eat the fancy meat now, and Hashem will give me another one come Shabbos. However, all the Achorinim, uh, Kemat, all the Achorinim uh, say, the Hillel just had a higher level of Amuna, but in fact, we do go with Shammai, and that if a person has something special, you should save it for Shabbos. As we see in our Gemara, this is what they would do. They would say, if I have a nicer piece of meat, you save that meat for Shabbos, and if you find a nicer piece of meat, so you eat the original one, and you save the even nicer one, that's the way you remember Shabbos every single day, and you're mechabed es ha-Shabbos. I'm like case to Rabbi Shubman Chananya. So the case there told Rabbi Shubman Chananya, how come the, the tavshul of Shabbos, your child, how come it smells so good? So my life, we have one spice, it's called Shabbos, we put inside of it, and it smells wonderful. So give me some. I'm like, no. Call him a Shabbos, a Shabbos, if you keep Shabbos, attacker works. It's a schus for the child. It's not going to help you. The spice is not going to work. So I'm The Reish Kalusa told Rav Hamnuna. Might say the pasuk says that this Yom Mechubar is talking about Yom Kippur. You can't eat, you can't drink, so you can't have fancy steaks by your Yom Kippur Suda. So still, you still have to honor it. How do you honor it? With clean clothing, the Marsha writes. White clothing, perhaps this is one of the sources for wearing white on Yom Kippur, a white kittel. Some people wear a white gartel or a white yarmulke, white 
Yom Kippur shoes. This does come from our Gemara, Bechsos Nekia. Next, the, the Pasuk said, Vichibadetoy, Rav Amar Lahaktim, you should start your Suda earlier. Shmuel Amar Lahacher, you should have it later. But there should be some difference between your weekday meal and your and your uh, Shabbos meal. Amalei B'ni Rav Papa, V'Rabba, L'Rav Papa, G'vananan, D'Shirach, L'an Basar, V'cham, K'yoyim, M'ayinishnayu, they're very wealthy, they ate meat all the time, so how do we, how do we go to the fanciest restaurants all week? So how is Shabbos special? So Amalei, Iregelisu, L'Kadamuei, if you have early meals, achru, make your Shabbos meal a little later. At least in the time, it should be different. But, uh, but you're right. If you're eating the maximum uh, meals during the week, you can't. You, you lose out on your covered Shabbos. But definitely, if someone goes out to eat during the week and they have fancy meals on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Shabbos, they have nothing, a little piece of gevulta fish, that's definitely not covered Shabbos. So Rav Sheshes was blind, and he wouldn't know what time the Suda would start. He wouldn't know what time to finish the Shira, what time to finish speaking. So in the summer months, he would sit the Rabban and Hecha Demati Shimsha. He would sit them in the sun, or in the shade area that at some point when it comes the Zman Asuda, let's say 11 o'clock, it would already be sunny. And then he would hear, you know, the hymning and the hawing, and he would know that already it's getting hot. It's time to stop the shear. You know, sometimes the Rav gives a drasha, and if you uh, if he gives it before, you know, Ataresa, so many shuls, you're already at that to five, six minutes, you hear people saying Ataresa or Hashivenu, uh, whatever they're up to. So then the rabbi knows, okay, it's time, uh, the oilum is hungry. Ubesisva, in the winter, in a place where the shade will reach them and it will get cold, the people are going to be in pain. At that point, they're going to make the noises. Okay, I'll realize it's time to end the shear. Rabbi Zeira, Sokofia Testament Bays, Mahadra Zuzi, Zuzi He would go find the people that were sitting and learning Torah the entire Shabbos, they wouldn't stop for the meal. I'm begging you, don't be mechalel, the concept of Oynek Shabbos. Of course, there's a time to be learning on Shabbos. One should spend significant time. Seemingly, look in the Rishonim, it seems like we should be chati l'ashem, chati l'chem on Shabbos as well. So chati l'ashem, 12 hours. 12 hours should be, okay, maybe davening is included, but uh, there should be a significant amount of time on Shabbos spent learning, but you still have to spend the other chati l'chem to eat your meal. So so he told them, Even a person's davening alone, and you don't have your edos of two people saying it together, which we, we try to do that. The Mishnah says a person should actually find someone to say vayichulu with him. Other achronim say unnecessary. Yesh uh, did come up in the halachic discussions, you know, during coronavirus. Um, do you say vayichulu yourself? Halach is yes, you say vayichulu even if there's no one around you. The Gemara. So. Now, why do we say this? You're saying, become a partner in That actually said this, uh, this parsha, and you're saying the Shevach Hamakim and the Shevach of Shabbos as if, and, and these things finished with the. Uh, with, with the Maisa Barisha. So it's a little bit more than just Vayichulu, it's Vayichalu. So there's a lot of things going on here, but definitely a schos for saying it, and even a yachid would say it. I didn't know that Dibor is Kemaisa, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, with his Dibor created the world. And you say, the two Malachi Shares that escort a person from, from Shul to his house Friday night. 
Manichin Yedei and Aroisha, they put their hands on his head. So you should have a kapara. Tanya went in a bright Rabbi Yosef reviewed the Imer Shnei Malachech Hashav Eshet Melav and Lailah the Merav Shabbos. If two Malachech Hashares that escort a person to his home on Friday night, that's probably why we say Shalom Aleichem Malachech Hashares and Tzeschem Shalom. So the Gemara tells us there's two people, there's two Malachim that escort a person. One's a good malach, one's a bad malach. When they come to his house, they see the candles lit. The table set, his, his couch or his bed is prepared. But the malach says next week, it should talk be like this. Unfortunately, if it's not said, if it's not prepared, the Malach Ra gets to say his piece and the Malach Toiv has to answer Amen. So just by the way, there's a discussion, especially when it comes to early Shabbos. Does a wife or children have to keep take on Shabbos when their husband accepts Shabbos? Let's say their husband's davening at 7.30. Do they have to light candles then? So it's an interesting discussion in the Achreinim. Depending on, you know, is a woman meshubah to her husband? That's one discussion. Another discussion is, is it a chumrah? Is it he's doing it for his own convenience? But I asked Rebelski Zatzal, as this is brought in halacha as well, this Gemara, that even if you want to go with Ramosha Feinstein's opinion, that a woman is not meshubah to her husband deciding to take on early Shabbos, but wouldn't it be proper to not never walk home with the, the Shabbos table set? Uh, I mean, unless the Shabbos table set, and he definitely agreed to me. First of all, he didn't... Uh, uh, necessarily passing like Rabbi Moshe in this case, because Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky said Sal argued and felt that a woman should take on Shabbos when their husband does. But it's an interesting discussion. But Rabbi Sal definitely agreed that that's a it's a valid point that a person should never walk home without his wife having accepted Shabbos with the candles lit, the table set, because you have this concept of the Malachim escorting you, and they should see that everything is set for Shabbos. Um, Rabbi Lazar, you should have a set, set your table on Friday, even though you're not having fancy company, you're not having a big meal, you're eating yourself, even if a person's in a hospital room, something, you're, you, unfortunately, there are times when a person is not going to be having their full Shabbos Suda. A person should still set the table for Shabbos. There's a special Indian of setting your table for Shabbos, even if you're only eating a kezayis. Even Matzah Shabbos, even Matzah Shabbos. Even if you're only eating a kezayis, you should have candles on the table, you should, have a, should be proper, shouldn't be uh, a non-Kedusha type of eating. Don't eat it in your car. You should have some type of Suda of Melava Malka. Next, the Gemara says, Chamin Shabbos, Melugma, if someone drinks hot water, and he takes a bath, a shower on Matzah Shabbos, that's a good refuah. Pas chama b'Matzah Shabbos, having your hot bread, maybe your pizza. Melugma, that's also good for a refuah. They would have this big meal on Matzah Shabbos, this calf, famous calf in, in the times of the Gemara, that was very expensive. Only eight was the kidneys, which is not a very uh, expensive part of it. When Avimi, his son, got older, Amalei said to said, Daddy, why are you wasting this igla tulsa? And all you're eating uh, is this um, this kidney. Why don't we just leave over a kidney from our Friday shechita, so we'll eat the good meats on Friday and Shabbos. And Matzi Shabbos will have the kidneys, and that's all you're going to eat. So let's do that. So Shavku, Itaka, he listened to the son. Vasa Arya Achli, and a lion came and ate the rest of it, that, uh, or ate, ate the animal that they would have used 
for this Motzei Shabbos Suda. So they saw from here that Menashemayim, they were specifically supposed to shecht something for their Saturday night, for their Malabam Malka. If someone answers with all his strength, some Rishonim say, screaming out loud, most Opine that it means with all your kavana currently like zardinoi they tear up his zardin. Shnei the pasuk says Ephraya parais b'yisobas not even baruchu Hashem. My time up Ephraya parais. What did Hashem turn away? Is mavata the paranias the punishments mishum the baruchu Hashem because they blessed Hashem. This is the way we bless Hashem by saying Amini Hishmi Rabba. Rabbi Yechon, a person has the uh, the embarrassment, the shemets of the zara. Look at some mechilak. Sevacha befraya paroyos. Sevasam ki paruahu that they went, they 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 turned away from the kadosh baruch hu. The egal avod zara. Still, there's a mechilak there. Amar ishlakish kol ena amin b'chol kaychay. Someone who answers amin with all his might. Poisun loishari ganed and they open up the shari ganed. Shemer pasdes pishkush arm the other gatzavik shemer emunim. Al tikri shemer emunim. Those that are shemer, they watch the emunim. The emuna ella shaimrim amen. The one that says amen, so you will. It's a ticket to Ganadin. My amen. What does amen mean? Amar Abichanina, Kel, Melech, Nemon. That's the, uh, the the words for uh, amen is Aleph Memnon, Kamelach Nemon, and you're saying that this is this is true, and we trust in the Kaddish Bracha that this bracha will will uh, will take place. Amar Avi the Breder of Shmuel Mishmei the Rav. Ain had Lekem Mitzuya. Fire only comes out of the Makom Shishchil Shabbos. Only in a place where there's chilul shabbos. Remember the pasuk says, "Vim leisishmuei lai lekavish yisem shabbos." Will the vilti say es masa? And you're not going to carry the vihitzati ish b'sherev achla armanos yishlaim leisichve. And I'm going to burn yishlaim for the sin of chilul shabbos. My leisichve. What do you mean leisichve? It cannot be extinguished. On our nachem yitzchak b'shosh imni other mitzuyin lekabaisa. It's going to be in a time when people cannot extinguish it on shabbos. They're not home. Amar Abaya lecharva yishlaim. The reason why your slime was destroyed is because they were Machal Shabbos. Remember the Pasas and they turned their eyes away from Shabbos. They did not read it. Remember the Pasuk says, that they drink wine and beer in the morning and they miss Mount Shiloh. They had these instruments, they had their guitars, they had their drinks, but they did not look at Hashem. That's why they were sent to Galus, the destruction of Yerushalayim. They stopped the, the day schools. They did not allow the children to learn. Why was their anger taken out on Because the children, the Tinoikos, were found outside the base matters. They were not allowed in the yeshivas. That people were not embarrassed from each other. And therefore, there was no shame. Everything was all about pride. There was no shame. And therefore, that's why Yerushalayim was destroyed. It's, if you get so bad, that you can't face yourself, so you just make it fine. So that, that shows how low of a level the door had fallen, that they weren't even embarrassed. They'd do Averis in public, and nobody cared. Nobody gave. So uh, that, that's how low they fell, and that's one of the reasons for the Chorban of Yerushalayim. I'm Rabbi Yitzhak. Yerushalayim, Elabesh, Shehushvu, Katam, 
they equated those that were small with those that were big, meaning that everybody's equal. There's no such thing as someone being more successful or, or uh, achieving anything in life. Everyone's the same. The regular person's like, that the land spit them out. And if you look at the Marashah, the Marashah says that if a person, if, if in life you are told that no matter what you accomplish, how much you try, you're never going to be any better than the next person, so what's the point? I might as well not. I might as well not pursue anything if life is meaningless, life is just survival. And unfortunately, we see this today in, uh, in the environment, discuss, you know, in our political environment, this concept of telling people that you will never be anything in life that everyone's equal. Not that everyone's born with equal rights. That's, of course, we all agree to that, but everyone's equal, it's not true. The, the, more, uh, wor- the more work you put in, the more effort, the, the better decisions you make as an individual, you should take part in that. And therefore, there is a hierarchy. Without a hierarchy, then there's no uh, motivation in life, and that, that equals destruction. Next. <clears throat> Amrav Amram braid Rav Shimon by Abba. Amrav Shimon by Abba. Amrav Chanina lechav Yishlam They did not give each other musr. They let people do things without caring. Shnei Mahoy Yisrael Kayal Amle Matzu Mirem Ma Ayel Zev Roishe Shel Zev Etzad Znavish Shel So it compares the Sareha, the leaders like Ayalim. So Ma Ayel Zev is dear that the head of its. Uh, the head is facing the tail of the other one, the guy in front of him. They looked down, they mind in their own business. They didn't care. You, you're not keeping Shabbos? Eh, none of my business. I don't care. You know, protect yourself and don't get involved in what's altruistically true the, to be an evident Hashem. They did not care. And therefore, that's another reason why Yerushalayim was destroyed. Since they were Malivim, the Tamidi Chachamim, which are called Malachi Alekim, that's why this Hamas came and destroyed Yerushalayim. My Adlein Mirpe. And if a person is mavaza, he will not have a rafu. Even if he gets hurt from it, you would say, okay, let me go uh, get, get a remedy. I'll go cure this. It will not work. Why? Because they would anoint them with oil. So the, the Torah is warning us, don't touch them. That also don't do evil to them. That the world stays is in existence only because the Hevel PM, the the breath of the Tinoika Shabbos Rabban, the young children learning Torah. What about me and you? We're, we're learning all day. We're learning. Sophisticated halacha is gemaras amulei ain't a dam hevel sheish brachet lehevel shein brachet. We're adults. Once you're an adult, you already sin. You speak lashon hara. You talk about different things, and therefore our mouths aren't pure. However, by tinoika shabbos rabban it says yiras hashem tahira. They're pure, and therefore they keep the world uh, going. You don't stop young children from learning Torah, even for building a base of So it's very interesting when a person, uh, sometimes you go on a family vacation and you want to take your children out of school. So, of course, there are always factors involved, 
But uh, one thing is to, to keep in mind: we don't. When I'm a vatot, you know, Shabbos Rabbim from learning Taira, I feel the binyan beis So a person has to really, really consider strongly if uh, it's necessary to do this. I went to the Rashiva saying he, he he was trying to explain to a parent in his school why they should not take their family on a week long uh, Super Bowl trip um, for family bonding, and he was trying to explain to them Tinoikah Shabbos Rabbim a whole week of not learning. But uh, very interesting how. You see the significance the Torah gives. Of course, there's details, and family bonding is important. So speak with your uh, with your local rabbi. Okay, next. Any town that does not have a Jewish day school, doesn't have a yeshiva for learning, doesn't have a cheder, that it will end up being destroyed. And unfortunately, if you look throughout the major cities throughout the United States, you can look at this. It's, it is... It is heart-wrenching. I, I traveled through many cities in my Kashra's travels, and many of these small little towns or major cities, they've had yeshivas. I mean, they didn't have yeshivas. They had Rabbanan. They had, they had many, many from Yidin that came here from Europe, from Russia, and unfortunately, there's nothing left. Look in Hibbing, Minnesota. You have Marshall, Minnesota. Des Moines, Iowa. I mean, there are a few people. Sometimes you have a Chabad. You have someone there, but it is... Uh, Duluth, Minnesota, where you have sh- many shuls that had hundreds and hundreds of families, and what, what's left from it? A handful, very few, are, uh, are left remaining that have moved to major to other cities and have sent their kids to yeshiva. But you see it clearly from the Gemara that the uh, any town that does not have a tinoiko shabbos we put them in cherem. That people of amana, people that were that of integrity, they stopped being there. So that's why Yerushalayim was destroyed. Remember the pasuk says. Mishpat, you find a man who does mishpat justice. He seeks amuna. Uh, Integrity of Eslechla, and I will be mechaper on Yerushalayim. Even when Yerushalayim was stumbling in their sins, they always had people that were trustworthy. And talking about people that did not have, did not know how to respond to halachic shilas. And it says, Devarim, Adam, things that people ask them, and they make themselves as if they don't know what they're talking about. That you guys are, are bucky for him, and therefore teach us Tyra. And it says, which means, things that people don't know about it, only unless they made a mistake with this. So yeshnon tachas yedecha, and they were cuts in tiyalano, and so teach us chachma. So if you look at the pasuk, the pasuk there says yisa bayamahu lemar lo eye chayvish, and what does ein yisa mean? El aloshen shavua. It means aloshen shavua. Because Omer lo yisa as shame Hashem. So lo eye chayvish, which means lo eye mechosh veatzman. The base matters. They responded, no, we don't know any of these things. We don't know halachas. We don't know anything. So you see, they were honest in, uh, in their abilities of paskening, and they said, you're right, there are things that people know, people don't know, we don't know anything. 
So Loisisa es Shem Hashem lo Eich Chovish lo Eich Mechovish v'Atzman Beis Hamedrash. We don't consider ourselves Tamei Lechem with Beisi in Lechem in Simla. That was the response. Shem Biyadi. We don't have in our hands our abilities like Mikra, like Mishnah, like Gemara. We don't know Chumish. We don't know Mishnayos. We don't know Gemara. We don't know anything. So you see from here that they were honest. They were honest. They were transparent. They said we don't know nothing. So the Gemara says no. Eimai Dilma Shani Hasam Di Amol Hagemirna Amol Eimlano. That if someone would have Asked them something, they would have asked them, so new, where does it say this? So they have no choice. When when push comes to shove, if someone's being tested and they don't know, so then it's it's an incentive to be honest. Right? So the said, well, still have a Leila Maymar, they could have said, Gamar We once learned, but we forgot. What does it mean? I never I found in the base matters. Klal at all. Meaning Sorry for being cryptic here, but you have a whole long conversation here in Navi. At the end of the day, we see from these psukim that they were transparent. They, they responded that we don't know anything. So you see that they are Anshe Amana, people that you could trust. How can you tell me your slime was destroyed because there was no more people that were Anshe Amana? I found you Anshe Amana. So the Gemara says, no, that perhaps they, they really were a bunch of liars. But in this case, they're too embarrassed to lie about what they know, because they could easily be called out on it. So the Gemara says, well, they could have had another way out. They could have said, oh, I used to know, but uh, now I forgot, which would make you look a little better. But they didn't say that. They said, like, we never learned at all. So you see, they are trustworthy. So the Gemara says, like, yes, when they were asked a question, how much we know, they say, we don't know anything. When it, come, when it, come, when it comes to business dealings, then they were full of uh, baloney. They were not Anshe Amana. So when the Gemara says the Yushalayim was destroyed because of lacking of Anshe Amana, people of integrity, it's referring to how they dealt with people in business, and not specifically how much they claimed to know in the base medrash. Have a wonderful Shabbos.